Notes from the Upper West Side, a novel by Dan Wrench. Chapter 118, Rambo. After Bobby got done narrating his slanderous and intolerant theory about the origins of the normal male curiosity, a theory that proved he was something of an uneducated hick, the three of them went hard for another round of yucks. <laughs> Fonda blushed. I think I saw her nipples harden. I laughed like a good-natured chump. <laughs> so, Pa, Fonda said, I guess this means you are curious about the taste of Rambo. Or maybe you have already chippled a jolt. They laughed again. <laughs> <laughs> I could feel Captain Think plotting his revenge, but I just shook my head like the sad clown in the center ring. Fonda sucked one of her fingers in a way that went pop when she was finished. She was looking at me while she did it. They all laughed again. <laughs> hey, Paul, sound familiar? Bang asked. More laughs. <laughs> then Fonda gave Bobby a look and he wiped his hands on his pants. Okay, gotta drive Fonda home, he said. He laughed. <laughs> she laughed. <laughs> they left. That was abrupt, I said to Bang as we stood there alone. And who needs rides in Manhattan? You don't have a car, you take the train or call a Super Wheels. Oh, he's driving her all right. It took me a sec before I realized he meant Whispers was slamming the hired help. Are you shitting me? I am not shitting you. I don't know for certain, but I am definitely not shitting you. Why would he be slamming Fonda? He's married to Mondy McDade. You know, you sound like you still read teen magazines from the 80s, Bang said. When was the last time you saw Mondy McDade in poison? Oh, never? Well, you can admit it. It's not that I've... Hey, look, I don't give a fuck, Bang said. But come on, he's been wearing the codpiece for Mondy since, what, 2002? You don't think that got a little well rehearsed around 2004? Still, besides, I think they're both fucking fonder. You're shitting me. He leered at me with his perma-squint. For the 105th time, I'm not shitting you. She's bi. So, is he having her ass? Is she blowing him under the steering wheel? Well, in the many meetings we've had on the topic, I think it goes, he bounces her on his lap, and then he buys her an ice cream cone. Wow. So both? Why not? He asked. Fonda seems game. She's got this blue check account called Rambo. Oh, yeah? It's basically... I don't think she writes anything like regular entries. She just pastes in pictures from the internet of massive cocks. And she writes above the pictures things like nom nom nom. They just drift their way for a second into my head. So it's Rambo on blue check, huh? I finally asked. He laughed. <laughs> so did she blow you? 
I asked after a few more seconds admiring the new decor in my imagination. She's a little too muscular for me. Really? Too ripped to suck your cock? Hey, he said a la Groucho, don't think she hasn't tried. That miffed me a little. She tried to suck his cock? And I was sitting there for how long? She didn't try to suck my cock. But I caught myself. Years of therapy kicking in. She just met you, I told myself. She'll try to suck your cock later. You know who'd make a suck his cock on the first date? Banks said. Parp? Ha! How did you know I was going there? Parp has inhuman standards. Any bitch can suck his dick if she looks like she lives in a gym. And everyone knows. Did he tell you about the time he had this weightlifter at the roundabout? Yeah. He said he was afraid she'd break his neck with her thighs. We laughed our asses off. Parp! What a putz! It's like Tony. You didn't know before she took her clothes off she could snap your neck with a twitch? He said, Put that in your act! I howled. We couldn't stop laughing. <laughs> Did you see that scar on his face? On his lip? I asked. Oh yeah, he said. I figured that was from childhood or something sensitive, so I didn't ask. Oh no, I said. That scar is from some freaky sadist trying to push his pain limits. She almost bit his lip off. He had to have it sewn back on in the emergency room. Bang laughed and laughed. You know what, I said. There's this other guy I know I think you'd really get along with. Great Libby? Yeah! We howled some more. <laughs> so that night I ended up having a damn blast. Pizza? A chick with chiseled abs and big silhouette nipples who runs a blue check account about dick? Some laughs about Parp with my new best pal, Bangalore Springfield, a.k.a. Irv Stricker. It was all good. Oh, yeah. And I had a chance to help out Bobby Whispers, who, although he ran a profitable business and he's married to a rock star, seemed to rely on the kindness of strangers to get his tobacco mailed out to paying customers. That kind of riled me, the volunteering part. All those kids in there pitching in, they were all from Parps and Whispers' short film productions. And why were they there? so they could get a shot at more productions. Dickhead, I thought, and he gets all whiny because he hasn't got my hundred bucks for being a producer. But it turns out Whisper's head wasn't made completely of dick. When he got back from drilling Fonda and dropping her off, Bang and I were leaving and he handed each of us a little brown envelope. I was in the retail front on the way out when I peeked inside. Huh, three twenties. I had just stepped out onto the sidewalk when I spun around to Whispers, who was about to lock the front door behind me. He looked at me with this little grin. Hey, Bobby, why don't you take this back and put it toward my investment in hat? He took the envelope out of my hand and went back into the store. Come on, he urged and waved for me to follow him in. Notes from the Upper West Side is a work of fiction. The people depicted in this work do not exist. 
Notes from the Upper West Side, copyright 2023, by Dan Wrench.